Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Active Optimist podcast. This is Arena, your host, the Active Optimist. With everything I do, I want you to believe that you don't have to be depressed forever. I truly believe that depression is the ultimate cry for help, not for happiness, but for connection back to ourselves and what truly matters. I'm here each week to support you, bring community, and give you daily actions to address the social, psychological, and biological causes of depression so that you can step into the life you know you're meant to lead. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome, as always, to this week's podcast. It is a solo episode on worthiness or unworthiness and depression. And this really just gets to the root of depression, why we feel stuck, why we feel afraid, how to release ourselves from unworthiness and actively choose to not only accept depression, but accept ourselves. Because radical self-acceptance, radical acceptance of our mental state, of our life, of what's happening is truly, I believe, the the key to unlocking all of what we really desire, belonging, and freedom. And just showing up authentically as ourselves in the world the way that we want to, the way that we know deep down inside that we are made to. And this was actually prompted by me looking at what the definition of worthy is. And actually, I was more looking at synonyms and antonyms. So... Anyway, but a synonym of worthy is obviously like being noble, being a celebrity, being a person of name, a VIP, you know, just someone of grandeur. But also a synonym is just to be somebody or someone. And the opposite, I thought that really dug deep into why worthiness is so important, especially with depression, or if you are just just a human being, honestly, is that on Google, the one opposite under the synonym with the noun worthy, there's only one opposite that they list and it's nobody. And that just really struck a chord with me because I think that when we feel unworthy, we don't feel like anybody that matters, anyone that belongs, and anyone that has really anything to give. And without those three things, I think that that cuts to the root of what human beings want from their life. They want to be loved, they want to belong somewhere, and they want to have meaning. And that's what we're all searching for, whether we're depressed or not, whether we've experienced depression in the past or are experiencing it now. That's what we all want at the end of the day. And we are on the search and we gain things that hopefully will lead us to feeling more worthy and showing up in the world as a worthy person. However, the trick of it is, and the irony of it, is that we are already worthy And we have to self-recognize that and accept that and claim that and just believe it, really. I know this sounds easy and it's obviously very hard because our culture really breeds unworthiness just as it breeds depression. Unworthiness is the separation between feeling separate from others and of life, which I think is the ultimate pain of depression because you just feel so inadequate for life and so detached from the world, detached from other people, detached from belonging, meaning, and all the things that really matter. You just feel so detached from that because of what you're feeling or what you think you are and what you think you're inadequate in and what you think you're lacking. It just brings up the constant questions of, do I really belong here and am I needed? 
and it's further intensified. We all know this, that it's further intensified when our lives are out of control or painful. So like a lot of things in depression, it builds onto itself. Unworthiness begets unworthiness and depression begets depression. With depression, we often assume that it is our fault with bad genes, a lack of discipline or willpower, or just personal flaws that have led us to this depressive state and will keep us always in this depressive state until the day that we die. And I personally have really worked and fought against this and also took a really long time for me to recognize that I was assuming that things are my fault because of my internal feeling of worthlessness. For example, when I got into disagreements with a family member of mine, particularly my parents, after the fact, when I was really sad and really angry and depressed about it, I would always like think like, oh, Arena, you got yourself in this situation in the first place, or you should have known they would have reacted like that, that they would have exploded on you and they would have done whatever I was mad about. Or if I felt abandoned, like you should have known, like you shouldn't have put yourself out there. You shouldn't have given that love away because you should have known that they would let you down because that's how it goes. And just this way of thinking really was also a part of my depression, but it was also something that I think I practiced for a really long time as a little girl, as a kid. And with my depression, it just became more and more like that. And with depression, Oftentimes, my feeling of unworthiness with this spiraling thoughts of, oh, Arena, you got yourself into this situation. It's your fault. It's your flaws. Like, you don't know how to love. You don't know how to connect with people. You don't even know how to communicate well. You should have known that they would have abandoned you and hurt you or whatever. In my depression, I didn't have any specific thing to point to that said I was unworthy. And I found that in depression, Our feeling of separation, our feeling from being detached from the world really brings up the ascension that I am not an okay human. Like I am fundamentally flawed and wrong and just messed up. And then deep loneliness comes, anxiety comes, and then there's the big questions of what do I really do? What am I really doing? Do I really belong here? Am I really worth all of this? And then maybe I should just go away. Maybe it's easier for everyone around me if I just left. And just a deep personal deficiency, a deep sense of not being worthy of life, more or less. And obviously this unworthiness and this unacceptance of ourselves comes out in different ways. It can come out in guilt for not doing things or for not meeting certain standards that you have, shame for being mistreated or shame of yourself, and then also pride, feeling that you have to be above everyone else, that you have to be better than everyone else to feel some sort of validation, some sort of worth. And these are honestly one and the same. It all comes down to, am I worthy of this moment? Am I worthy of myself? Am I someone to fight for, to live for, And is my life really worth living? So I always say the first step in recovering from depression is choosing and demanding of yourself that you are going to get out of this, that you are going to see and find a light at the end of the tunnel and move through this and do things that will support you, that will help you live a antidepressant lifestyle that will bring you out to seek connections with people, with your purpose, with your work, 
with nature, with yourself, with your body, that's always my first step. However, I've been thinking that maybe the first step actually is accepting depression, facing depression directly, accepting depression as it is, and accepting that we are in a depressive state, that we're in a depressive episode without denying it or avoiding it. With my journey with depression, I was not labeled as depressed until I was in college, but I do feel like years before that, I was living with an underlying depression. But with that realization and that acceptance that, oh, I'm really suffering right now and I'm depressed and it's really taking a toll on my life, really accepting that I had depression, that depression was here, that it was a stage of my life, that it was a rock bottom at that moment, that I had feelings of depression, of suicide, that I felt worthless, all that realization and then the acceptance without denying it or avoiding it or making excuses about why I was depressed, but just kind of owning internally that, yes, I am experiencing depression was more or less my first step because then once I accepted depression as it was, I was able to decide that I was going to change that. You can't change anything that you don't accept because that's just avoidance. Acceptance is a prerequisite to change. Because with acceptance, you enable yourself to move through it. It allows and opens up the wisdom and growth and learning that comes from our life experiences, whether they be sad, whether they be violent, whether they be depressive, whether they be the most joyful experience ever, no matter how painful it is, if we look it in the eye and we don't deny it, we allow the wisdom and growth and learning to come in. And we are able to recognize that we are vulnerable as humans and accept that with compassion and tenderness. And when we greet ourselves with tenderness and compassion, because we are hurt, because we're in pain, because we're depressed, that acceptance brings can be later or at the same moment extend to humans in general because we are all one in the same. We are both individual, but we are part of a whole. We are a community and we are the same people at the end of the day. And I just want to make clear that when I talk about accepting depression, I am not talking about being resigned to it meaning that we are accepting our depression, but with no motivation to change or to grow. Accepting your depression is not an excuse to not change. Saying that, oh, I have depression, aka recognizing it, is not accepting it. Acceptance is not an excuse to continue with our bad behavior or say, oh, this is just the way I am, so I'll never change. Nor does it mean that you are defined by your depression and then can withdraw from life. I feel that sometimes with depression, we say, oh, we're depressed, or oh, you're depressed, and we recognize that. However, we resign to it. We just leave it. We just give each other pills and send each other to therapy so that we can shut up about it and not bother the rest of the people. That is not what acceptance is. That is just toxic resignation in what depression is. And we're not about resignation because we're about movement. Movement is the way of life. Staying still is not good. It is death, more or less. We have to move and we have to continue. So do not be resigned to your depression because there's hope and there is a way out. 
and instead bring a clear, kind eye to your limitations and what you're passive about. Recognize what you're passive about and try to take action on that. Try to become more active in your life because your life is yours. Acceptance is a prerequisite for change and that's why it's so important. I've been thinking because I always say that the first step in recovering from depression is choosing to recover, to make that choice and demand of yourself that something is going to change. Something is going to move. The circumstances in your life are not going to stay. And then you go off and take inspired action with creating connections, creating friendships, finding more purpose, getting connected with your body, getting connected with nature, and then open yourself up to your own and other people's insecurity and shame about being depressed because shame and insecurity about being depressed is so so real that's why we hate talking about it that's why we hate telling people i'm depressed because there is a sense of shame and a sense of insecurity and invalidity in mentioning that you're depressed however without accepting depression without being able to accept depression without denial or avoidance We will continue to stay stagnant and we won't be able to move through the depressive cycle, through the depressive episode and understand and learn the wisdom and the growth and the learning that comes from depression. And also acceptance includes accepting the truth of change, of that we don't know how our life is going to unfold, which I think really offers hope, which is something that we often forget or lose sight of when we are depressed. Because when we're depressed, what is happening now, what our feelings are now, become our whole past and reality. When you are depressed, your view of the past becomes darker and your view of the future becomes darker. And this is a truth that I think needs to be, you know, spoken about more. That you don't know how your life is going to unfold. And there will be sunnier days. And just go for it. Go join that community that you want to join. Go start that business. Go join that club. Throw your full spirit into recovering from depression. And then building an antidepressant lifestyle around yourself. Just go all in. And with this, if you do fall down, if you are going into a depressive spiral, if you are going into a downward spiral, accept your thoughts as they are without shame or guilt. Just let them occur and accept them as they are. Don't try to judge them. Don't try to make them go away. Just accept them and don't give them any more attention than they already have. Just accept that's how you feel in this moment and just let it pass because it will pass. And it's also a practice of being active in your life and not being passive not letting just depressive thoughts just linger and just acknowledge those thoughts. Because at the end of the day, no matter what thought you have, if you don't recognize it and you don't give it time to breathe and to live, then it'll just be knocking at your door and stay there longer than it ever even was going to if you just let it in and accepted it. I don't know where this quote comes from, but there's a idea or a quote that compares emotions to guests in your guest house. I think it might be Rumi, but it compares emotions and feelings to guests that they come and then they leave. They're not permanent. They're not permanent members of your home. They just come and leave when they need to. However, if you don't let them in in the first place, they'll continue knocking at your door and subsequently just stay there longer, which relates to depression in that If we avoid our depression, 
if we aren't able to face it and then have the action to move through it, then it's just going to stay there and we're going to stay stagnant, which is the opposite of living life no matter how painful it is. So I wanted to talk about moving forward and active training, training actively to put our energy and our intentions into accepting ourselves, accepting depression, and feeling worthy because where energy goes, attention flows. And this is truly a mindset shift that really came across when I started looking back on my depression, not when I was in it. So I know that's hard because when you're in it, it's just so hard to see the future and the past and the present because you're just consumed by being depressed and what's not happening in your own feeling of unworthiness because unworthiness separates you from the world. It isolates you and it really tricks you into thinking that you are separate and you are one and rightfully so because you are flawed and deficient. So I think the easiest way to explain this is through a metaphor. Personally, I think that our society right now often thinks of life as a ladder, meaning that we're climbing towards the top, we're climbing towards perfection, we're climbing towards being more evolved, we're climbing towards our goals, we're climbing towards what we want our retirement to look like. However, that is not the only model, I guess you could say, to put life on. There's also another model in understanding what life is, which is the journey, the pathway, the journey specifically, the journey through uncharted territories, through uncharted waters, landing on different areas of life, different experiences, going to some rock bottoms, going to the underworld a little bit. And I think that is a frame to put life on that does serve us in this circumstance. Rather than trying to rid ourselves of the painful emotions, our depression, and our inherent imperfections, we turn around and instead of fighting those, we embrace those. We embrace them because that's what makes us real, that's what makes us alive, that's what really frees us to become fully alive. The unconditional acceptance of yourself allows you to free yourself out of the cage of judgment, of mistrust that we place onto ourselves. I found freedom from embracing the parts of me that are generally labeled as bad or undesirable, but actually make me me. And just taking on those labels and accepting them, radically accepting them as myself, because it gives me the willingness to experience myself and my life as it is. The willingness to actually experience depression as a stage. And in my personal personality, I guess you could say, I really had to accept the crazy part of me, the part of me that can get really angry, and the part of me who decides to show that I'm upset with someone, that shows that I am can be aggressive to someone that I don't like. And to not refuse that part of myself. And right now, even, it kind of feels awkward saying, oh yes, I'm crazy. I do have a crazy streak. And for so many years of me just refusing to do the crazy things that I want to do, the impulsive things, the, you know, out of the box things really left me 
feeling depressed and left me feeling not myself. I just repressed myself because I thought and I knew that all these craziness that I have in myself, the person in me who doesn't like to have my rights violated and then gets really mad and angry and is unafraid to show that I'm mad and angry at the person who violated me or who I felt like violated me. Those were things that growing up, I didn't feel like I was able to show because they were seen as mean. They were labeled as mean. They were labeled as unladylike. They were just labeled as childish and immature. But without those things, then I wasn't able to truly be me and to accept myself. And with depression, we have to accept and have the willingness to actually experience depression as a stage, as an emotion, and what I think as a message of what inside of you or what around you is not working. What in your life right now is killing you slowly? Because I really... I know I've said this before, but I think that depression is a message from ourselves, from our soul crying out that we need help, that we need something to change, that we are so separated from the world, so separated from other people, ourselves, our body, nature, our purpose, our work, just meaning, belonging, that we are, we just lose part of our spirit and that's what depression is. So, yeah, so that's all I had to really say. The action of the week is to recognize the beliefs and fears that have sustained our autopilot, our unworthiness autopilot, to help us unlock where we find ourselves unworthy. So you might want to get a pen and paper for this because I will be saying some questions that hopefully will help you. So I really encourage you to maybe get out a piece of paper and journal about this or figure out what's happening when I say something. And then if not, then come back to it. So the first, do I accept my body as it is? Do I blame myself when I get sick? Do I feel I am not attractive enough? Am I dissatisfied with how my hair looks? Am I embarrassed about my face and body are aging? Do I judge myself for being too heavy, underweight, not physically fit? Do I accept my mind as it is? Do I judge myself for not being intelligent enough, humorous, interesting? Am I critical of myself for having obsessive thoughts? For having a repetitive, boring mind? Am I ashamed of myself for having bad thoughts, mean, judgmental, or lusty thoughts? Do I consider myself a bad meditator because my mind is so busy? Do I accept my emotions and moods as they are? Is it okay for me to cry, to feel insecure and vulnerable? Do I condemn myself for being and getting depressed? Am I critical of myself for being impatient, irritable, or intolerant? Do I feel I am a bad person because of the ways I behave? Do I hate myself when I act in a self-centered or hurtful way? Do I feel that because I'm selfish and often don't put others first, I am not evolved, 
do I feel as if I'm always falling short in how I relate to family and friends? Do I feel something is wrong with me because I'm not capable of intimacy? Am I down on myself for not accomplishing enough, for not standing out or being special in my work? And then, because we often feel unworthiness in relation to others, I want you to bring to mind someone who you've spent time with recently, someone that you like and respect, but may not know well, and ask yourself, what do you most want this person to see about you? What do you not want this person to perceive about you? Hopefully this has helped you. Hopefully this brought something up. Hopefully a question struck a chord in you or made you think about something for a moment. And then as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, am I accepting myself as I am without judging, without noting how depressed you feel, without judging how your body looks, how your emotions are, how intense they are, how non-intense they are, how other people are seeing you. And just try to become more conscious of worthiness in unworthiness, which go hand in hand, which is just the scale of worthiness. So yeah, so that's the end of this week's episode. Let me know what you thought. I am really excited. I think a lot of new things are coming down the pipeline for us and hopefully we'll be able to share them with you sooner than later. So as always, if you have any questions or comments, please contact me. You can DM me on Instagram and I will reach out to you. I love when you guys reach out in the comments. It really brings me so much joy and so much purpose and meaning. And last but not least, if this episode has touched you in any way, shape, or form, if you heard something that resonated with you, share this episode with a friend or leave us a review and let me know. And then, of course, you can post about it and I'll repost it. So have a good week, everyone. You are worthy. You matter. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel and we are working through it. We are working through it together. Together, we are figuring out what is really depression, what do we really need, and how can we get there. So I'll leave you with so much love from me, and yeah, have a good week.